And we're back. What's up, everybody? Benja well done coming at you. Um, so here's the thing. How do you deal with obsessions? Like when you're obsessed with something. Um, coming at you straight up aggressively because this is the reality of the situation. This is what you do. You don't do shit about it. If you're fucking obsessed about something, it's too late for you, okay? I don't mean addicted, I mean obsessed, okay? Obsessions can be a really healthy thing. If you're obsessed with working out and you want to be fucking healthy, remember, those top one percenters of the one percent, those Michael Jordan, those LeBrons, first person on the court, last person off, they're obsessed with it. That's what makes them so good. So you know what? You can actually use that connotation of it being something bad to be something positive okay me for example i did stand-up comedy the other night and i'm obsessed with it for real like i i want everything a couple weeks ago i i did a set and it wasn't perfect and i went to bed a little bit actually very very restless i got up at like midnight two four six almost every like two hours on the minute because I obsess about it, because I care about it so much, okay? And um, uh, just to give a perfect example, okay, um, just a couple days ago when I was doing stand-up, I did not do everything perfect, and I care about it so much I want it to be perfect. So what do I do? I get home, I, I start, the second that I'm done, I can't stop thinking about it. And the only way you can deal with that obsession is by going back to that, uh, event or avenue or sport or whatever and do it again up to your standard but to have the best standard you never have a standard of a bar because you're always raising that bar raising that bar okay so what happened to me was I tried to um, uh, I did stand up uh, like the next night at this other place and um, for whatever reason um, the guy uh, he, he was showing up late or something maybe got canceled didn't have a cell phone number so I brought the cooking staff of this restaurant that I was at and I brought them out and I did like five minutes. I did like five minutes of stand-up to a random group of people. And that temporarily alleviated my obsession of needing to do something perfect. Okay? Needing to do something that meant something to me so much that I was obsessing about. Because I, I went back home and I did every single thing leading up to that, that next night of doing stand-up so I would kill it. And I did. I had this lady almost literally like fall over and she ran in the back of the kitchen and she was like, go ahead, you need to stop this. You need to stop this. Ain't no stand-up comedy right now. Maybe later. That's just what she talked like. Um, uh, yeah, that's my, uh, my version of somebody with a Middle Eastern accent. Don't think that she was black. That's racist. I know that's what you were thinking. Um, uh, actually, she was black. I'm joking with you. Uh, but she was awesome. She was super cool. And that's just what she what she uh, talked like. So deal with it, all right? But what I'm saying is is that you, if it's something that you care about and if it's something you're obsessed about, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. If you're addicted to fucking cheeseburgers, yeah, that that's that's a bad thing. There's a fine line between a, being addicted to something and obsessed with something. You know, I said this before in a prior video that there's this um, uh, jujitsu and UFC fighter, BJ Penn right? He got his black belt in like two years. It's pretty much impossible. He won the Worlds and everything. Pretty sure it was the Worlds in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Two years from nothing to the world's best. You know why? He was obsessed with it. He, that's how he said. He said he was obsessed with it. 
That's how I am with comedy. And you might be that way with something else. But remember, if other people don't see your obsession or don't share it with you, fuck them. I don't mean like get rid of them, but what I'm saying is you really got to focus on this thing because every single day you will get up and you will feel a little uneasy. Every single night before you go to bed, you know, there is no alleviating that because that's who you are. That's who you are, okay? And that's who I am. So, I mean, for me, I can actually work on the entire creative process and I love every single part of it, okay? When I'm doing my day job, I'm thinking about jokes uh, or stories. I don't really tell jokes. I do more like funny stories and stuff. Um, jokes meaning like one-liners, but in think, think. Anyway, um, I love the, the the writing part, collaborating with my, with my boy Eric. I'm always talking to him on the phone. Another guy friend of mine, Josh, uh, awesome people. Um, and... Uh, you know, I love all of it, but the biggest reward I got from that night a couple nights ago when I was in this restaurant when they were supposed to hold like a new uh, stand-up night kind of a thing um, was bringing out the cooking staff and telling them, like, I just needed to do it. And I had practiced to do it perfect, and I did. I didn't get to, and matter of fact, I didn't get to finish all my material because they just kept laughing and stuff. I just kept waiting, and they kept getting, like, like a random people coming in, like, periodically, and I would have to, like, stop saying my set, but... um. But yeah, one lady, she was just getting so distracted. She was like, I got food burning. I need to go out. I can't be listening to this. You're distracting me. Girl was awesome. And I did get some food there. It was the shit. It was some uh, uh, Cajun food. So good. Oh, so good. But look, what I'm getting at is, if anything, the best way to alleviate your obsession is be perfect at it. And carry it out through your entire day. Not just a part of it. Okay, so for me, I can carry it out through writing and doing the actual stand-up comedy and then analyzing after I'm done. You know, I got I got like a whole method where I come home and I don't listen to it that night. I listen to it the next day. That way I can just sort of like indirectly like absorb what I did right, what I didn't do right. And then the next day I have a, like a Microsoft Word document and I go through, I listen through the, and, and I, I record it. I use it, this actual like little micro stand that I'm using now. And, um... As I'm looking through on Microsoft Word, using this exact phone. Now, I'm using a phone, by the way. It's really good quality. Note 4. Kind of old, but awesome camera. Holla. Anyway, so I'm listening to it as I'm uh, reviewing the video, and I'm looking at the Microsoft Word, and I'm actually highlighting or deleting or moving around stuff so the jokes are more tight. Now, the first time you hear, perfect example, a, um, a set of stand-up jokes, it might sound like it's kind of clunky, and there's you got to remember, it's a, it's a moving art so it's a very reactive art. If you have a beautiful voice and shitty lyrics to a song, you can still sell millions of records because you have a beautiful voice. Comedy is more reactive, whereas it has nothing to do with my voice. It has 100% to do with uh, who I am and my originality and my stories. And I make everything out of a per into a performance. You know, I'm very vocal. I do a lot of different accents. I lived around the world, did all sorts of crazy stuff. So... You know, be yourself, but what I'm saying is as far as like uh, how to alleviate your obsession is uh, you can't. That's the truth. You cannot if you're obsessed about something. I don't mean drugs. I don't mean addicted. I mean obsessed. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like my wife, perfect example, when she gets something she's really interested, she's obsessed temporarily until she knows pretty much everything about that subject. And then something else. Those are all like temporary, like, you know, coming and going kind of things periodically. But if there's something at your core, whether it's martial arts 
or art or drawing or comedy for me. Don't get me wrong, I have other things that I'm, I'm creative about and that I really care about and I'm passionate about, like writing and um, uh, writing as in like, um, uh, like creative writing, creative, creative like writing, like books and I wrote a film script and stuff like that. Uh, but my, but my, the thing that pushes and pumps it all is comedy. That's me at my core. That's why I didn't have to wait for some there, some guy to be there with a microphone and an amplifier and have the light set up and all that stuff. Cause that's just me. That's just me, Pierre. The only difference between me doing stand up and me talking to you right now is that when I do stand up, I have a microphone in my hand and that's it. I'm the exact guy on and off stage. That's who I am a hundred percent. There is no stopping me. There is no stopping who I am. There is no stopping how I am. That's me, okay? So my greatest gift that I can give the world is um, is my passion inside me, that humor, and that obsession. I owe it to myself. I owe it to everyone else because anything less is me not living. It's me not breathing. That's what it feels like. You know, not doing something that you're not meant to do feels like you can't breathe. And that's how I feel all the time. That's why I always think in reverse. That's why I'm always thinking about um, how much less time I have in a day, not how much more time I have. That's why I don't procrastinate because it, I set my alarm in the weekends. I've said this so many times because just by setting your alarm like 20 minutes earlier or two hours earlier, or one hour or whatever, you could get so much done before your actual day job starts. And then um, uh, you could apply that towards everything else everything that you care about, all these passions and everything. You feel me? And um, even on the weekends, I start my morning thinking of how much time I don't have. And I start working. In I always, I always, I really do like think in reverse. So this is really important to me always like document and get these things out because they're important. So if this video helped you out at all, I'm glad. If you like this video, uh, please subscribe to the little uh, subscribe button on YouTube right here on this corner. It took me a while making these videos. I kept pointing to the wrong fucking corner and stuff like that. Um, but I have two going on three uh, YouTube channel um, playlists. One of them is just stand-up comedy. The other one is a, uh, a vlog. It's a video log documenting my rise to comedy acting. And I care a lot about that too. I didn't even get into it. But I'm always studying monologues for the um, opportune moment of stars aligning in a talent uh, director somebody like that. Um, ever saying like, hey, we think you'd be good in this. Do you know any monologues? I'm going to have like 10 prepared going from like smaller to like longer. And when I mean longer, I mean like probably like a 10, not a 10 minute, but maybe like a six minute monologue. Um, and that's a lot. At that point, you're pretty much giving a memorized speech, but it has to be something that's really like epic. And those are very personal to me because that's also, it's not just a great exercise in, in memorizing material, but it, it really sets up the opportunity to do more uh, with my creativities. Creativities, that's a word that I came out, I made up um, for creative activities. And um, right now I'm in the creative studio of my home. So anyway, um, what I'm getting at is uh, I have a YouTube channel for three things. Uh, one is the um, stand-up comedy, two, and that's once it's per perfected. You know, I have actually a fourth list, but it's on private mode. And I'm only saying that because that's just part of what I do, where it's like the stand-up that I'm still working on before it's released um, to to pretty much just for me to work on, you know? Uh, it's like still in the beta phases. 
and I and I go between my laptop and myself and my, my notes and, and stuff like that. So once it's released, it should be pretty it should be pretty solid. Um, but anyway, so that's one. The second uh, uh, playlist is the vlog, the video log documenting um, my comedy acting, um, my my rise to comedy acting and writing. Um, and then the third one is actually brand new. I'm actually starting like a like a Twitch. I'm not really sure if you know what that is, but it's basically like when you get online and you use like the whole multi thing, you know, and you're killing everybody and talking shit with this. Yeah, I recently started doing that. I think it's a great way to uh, to get more people to my channel. And uh, once a week, I am going to be doing um, like a little Q&A, like a little question ask. So if you have any question, any, um, any concern, any advice or anything like that, uh, my email is benja, B-E-N-J-A, well done, W-E-L-L-D-O-N-E, at gmail.com. It's exclusively for uh, the YouTube channel. And um, uh, what I'm going to be doing is you email me any question, uh, and I will give you the absolute shittiest, most fucked up advice possible, directly followed by uh, actually my my opinion of the best possible advice uh, that I could give. Uh, one is to give it some uh, some comical sense of humor to your situation, if that's even possible. Um, and then after that, to give you some legit advice. So I'm really excited to be more interactive with my YouTube channel and everything. Um, I'm about to actually get online and uh, start to do that online multi-chat you know, thing that I just showed you a couple seconds ago. But I really hope you like this video, and I hope that gave you a better insight, not just to who I am, because I really want people to understand who I am when you watch me on stage and stuff. Um, and I keep licking my lips, they're kind of chapped. Um, but uh, I really do think that this not just could help other comics, but anybody. Anybody that has an obsession about anything, remember, that that is your your sharpest sword. That obsession is your... Um, it's your biggest ally, okay? And nobody has to understand that thing that you care about. If it's math equations or science or comedy or uh, shooting a basketball or being a soldier, that's you. And that's a gift. That, that drive is a gift. So you need to take that ball and run with it, metaphorically, of course, you know, if it's not a ball sport. But, um... Yeah, I hope you liked this video. I hope you got something for it. I'm so motivated. I'm so pumped up for today. And um, I started my morning at 6 o'clock in the morning. I know it's Saturday. But uh, that's just what I do. And I have about, let me see, about 14 hours until about 10 o'clock at night. Um, or 14, what am I saying? 12, 6, whatever. I got about, yeah, about 14 hours because I think it's around like 8 o'clock a.m. 8 a.m. right now. So I have about 14 hours left until uh, I run out of light, until I run out of the day. I'm going to try to get as much as done possible because it is so important to me. And every single day is so precious. And don't ever take it for granted. This isn't necessarily supposed to be motivational, but it could be. And if it is, that's good for you. But this is me being me, and I hope you do you and take care of yourself and you crush. You crush everything and you destroy all of your obstacles, and you just charge through those bitches. Have a beautiful day. I hope you like this video. I'm Benja. Well done. Thank you. I'm out. Peace.